Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why would the narcissist tell people they don't have kids? Uh, make them more accessible to other people, maybe? TikTok made me aware of a narcissism over a year ago. Absolutely. Um... As soon as I got pregnant, he stopped being obsessed with me. Is that a trait of narcissism? It's not necessarily a trait. Like we can't hang our hat and be like, oh, that person's narcissist. Um, we do find that a lot of people will run into stuff like that because they're no longer getting admired, adored, and all the attention because that's going to someone else. Okay. So we can't say like, hey, this is a narcissist. But what we can say is like a lot of times narcissists do act that way. Okay. Uh, why is the family abandon the kids? I'm trying to gain clarity. Uh, to the massive confusion. So I need a little bit more context. I tried to answer it before, but I'm not sure. So is it like you and the kids and then narcissistic family, and then you split and then they're abandoning the kids that way? Is that what it is? Um, Great con to keep it up. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Do narcissists tend to treat primary supply worse than other supply? Mm, I would say yes, but uh, don't get hung up on supply, primary or not. Supply, supply. Narcissist doesn't really care. They press a button and something comes out and something changes, then, okay. So, yes, so in that regard. So what we're talking about is you have a narcissist and you have a non-narcissist. Uh, they split the narcissistic family, like his parents, you know, extended family, stuff like that, abandon you and the kids, 100%. Yeah, that's normal. Uh, unfortunately, like that's how it is. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm saying that is pretty normal because typically at that point, they're either enablers or they're people that are trying to hide the fact that they're, that they're supporting or with a person that is narcissistic or abusive. And so at that point, it's like, we're not going to engage. We're only going to believe that story, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, I missed it. What did it say? Uh, why did my narcissist say no one else caused me this much stress or complains as much as you trying to switch it back on you, make you feel like you're the crazy one, make you feel like you're the, you're the stupid one. You're not, uh, you're not crazy. You're definitely not alone. There's like hundreds of people on here right now on different platforms that are like going through the same exact stuff. Okay. Um, let's see. Mine actually said he was jealous of her daughter right after he was born. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's because we stood for ourselves early on. Should it take so long to recover? So it does take a while to recover. You have to remember, like, it takes a while to be able to heal the heart, to be able to heal your emotions, to be able to heal, like, what you're going through. It takes a while. Like, think of it if you broke a leg and you had a really, like, bad break. It's going to take months to a year to, like, actually, like, heal and then start to get back up to speed of where you could actually function the way that you need to function. The problem is a lot of times people suffering from narcissistic abuse look at it and they're like, dang it, like, I broke my leg. I should be fixed in, like, two weeks. And then they're just like, well, I'm going to forget about the doctor. I'm just going to go ahead and I'll just walk on it. I'll just walk it off. We'll just make this work. Uh, we'll just we'll just walk through the pain. And, and they just keep walking. And they're just like, all of a sudden, like a year later, they're like, oh, man, I still have a limp. You know, this sucks. Why do I have a limp? Well, it's because like we didn't take the time to actually deal with the problem. And a lot of times people want to run from the pain. 
Okay. What I have found to be consistent with every single person that I've talked to and every single person that I've coached, worked one-on-one or had come through one of our programs, like what I've noticed is the people that stay stuck the longest are typically the ones that either don't want to accept what has happened. Now, when I say accept, that does not mean you agree or that is a positive thing on any means. It's just saying, hey, I'm being honest with where I am. I'm being honest that this actually happened. I'm being honest that this person did not demonstrate love, care, affection, respect, anything like that. Okay. So they, a lot of times the people that extend or prolong their healing are ones that don't actually acknowledge the truth of the situation. And they're not willing to dive deep inside themselves to be able to fix the stuff that's going on inside. That doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that you're at fault. It doesn't mean anything like that. So don't misinterpret what I'm trying to say. I'm saying the people that heal the most and the fastest are the ones that engage with the truth the hardest. And those are the people where I give an assignment and I'm like, hey, you need to go through this process. You need to write out your story. You need to memorize it. And they're like, done. And then they, they go to it like crazy. And then they come back to the table and they're like, I did three more of these. And I'm like, I didn't even ask you to. And they're like, I know, but it worked and I loved it. And then all of a sudden we start to see these people like, like massively grow and massively shift really fast because of what they're applying. Okay. This is why we've developed the 45 day clarity challenge to take back your power, to heal, grow, change, and develop all inside of that, to start to rewire your mindset, to break free of the trauma bond. All that stuff is there scripted out like step by step. You get me coaching you every single day for 45 days to help you through a systematic process to break free. Like it takes what I do in like one-on-one coaching. And I work with people every single day across the globe, one-on-one coaching. It takes what I do and extends it out so that you can actually practice the things on a day-to-day basis and build those habits. That's what you need to develop after you've been with a narcissist, to build the habits, to build back who you are. Why am I still attracted to men who displayed narcissistic traits, even though I'm well aware of what and who they are? That's the story that you're playing in your head. And part of that goes back to the trauma bond. Part of that goes back to identity. Part of that goes back to what you're thinking and believing about those people and about those traits. Uh, Do you cause narcissistic injury by leaving them? Is it dangerous? Caught my ex cheating and I left them. Good. I'm glad you got I'm glad you got out and I'm glad you left. Um, Narcissistic injury, a lot of times I would equate that as being like exposure. Okay. Um. Don't judge a book 100% because Ben looks so innocent. Oh, I think you're like talking about like how they look or how they seem. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times they'll seem like people you're like, oh, this person's really nice. And you get to know them and you're like, wait a second. I didn't notice these red flags. The discard is what is hard to get over. I can't stop thinking, what is she doing that I couldn't? So the, the answer, the short answer to that is nothing. Um, All right, I'm going to sit on this for a second, okay? Now, understand who put that in there. All right, to understand apples, I'm not coming at you, okay? Just prefacing that. I'm not coming at you. But what I need to tell you is when you're thinking that of what's this person doing better than what I could have done, you need to understand it's not about you. I preface that when I'm not coming at you, okay? But in that moment when you're thinking through that, like what is this person doing better that I can't do? Uh, that implies that you're looking at a value-based system that you can do better or that person can do better than you when it's not even about you. You need to understand a narcissistic relationship is a one-sided relationship and that one side does not include you. And so the thought of like, oh, I could have done better. No, you couldn't have because it didn't have anything to do with you. It wasn't in your control. It was in the other person's control. It was in the narcissist control of saying, I'm going to devalue and do whatever I want because I'm entitled and I'm selfish. 
Okay. Again, not coming at you, but I wanted to be able to point that out. Um, even if they discard and find new supply immediately, why do they lash out with you with such vile words? Vile. Haven't heard that one in a while. Um, a, a lot of times to make themselves feel better, uh, to be able to trigger something, be able to triangulate the other supply, um, be able to justify the story they're telling themselves. Uh, let's see. We started feeling like they treated us poorly. We stopped accepting the poor treatment. Yeah. Apples, you're welcome. Thank you for hearing that. Um, everything you loved about them is what's good about you. They mirror your good traits. A lot of times they do. Um, so what, he just got bored of me. Why her and not me anymore? Um, so no, it's not necessarily that the person got bored with you. That, that would imply that like, oh, like how do we answer that? I'm trying to think how to be able to answer that effectively because it's not that the narcissist just got bored with you. That would imply that like you ran out of steam and you were no longer like attractive or good enough. Like it goes back to that same aspect. Okay. It's very much like entitlement of like, I want what I want. So I'm going to do what I want. Okay. And, and when you think of it, like, think of it this way, the narcissist is not even to the point of like, Oh, I got bored with you. The narcissist is like, I no longer want to engage with you. Like I don't want to, I no longer want to put forth any effort because the effort that I put forth so far has been all superficial and it's running out. And I don't want to actually like em embrace any more like vulnerability or truth. Okay.